your body in your holiness. Uh, I want us to get rid of something. There, there's, there's something I want us to cultivate. There's something that I want us to cultivate. And, 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 and please, 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 take, take, I know, I know you take what I say with a lot of seriousness, seriousness, but I want you to take what I say with extra seriousness, like extra seriousness. Uh, hi. 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 boring to the extent that you can't give God praise physically. I know your hearts are in the right place and give God praise physically but uh, like your hearts are rejoicing uh, but hi hi <laughs>
So we meet at 9, then we'll start at 10. Um, I was told you should carry uh, 150 shillings for food. Your food. Yes, that after we are done, uh, we will go somewhere eat, I'm presuming. And then, upon you send me a Chris. Alright? Alright? If you don't have 150 shillings for food, uh, like, Saturday is not about hanging out and eating lunch together. So, don't you dare. Let it not even cross your mind. Not to show up because you need to have lunch. And we might just declare fast so you'll be safe. Alright? Um, we will be fasting from get my calendar our January fast we will be fasting from uh, we will be fasting from 29th, 29th, 30th, and the 31st. The 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. The 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. That will be our January. Let's do 29th, 30th, first, and then we break. Second, on Thursday, as we pray together. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. We first on the 29th, 28th, 30th, 31st, first, second, as we pray together on Thursday. We have a prayer, we have prayers on Thursday on the second. So that's the end of our 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 January fast will end on that day. Alright? Yeah. Are we together? Yes. Are we together? Yes. For those that have been fasting during during January, uh, the Lord has been good to you. Please fast together. Not please, you will just be fasting together with us again. Yeah. It's in your it's your benefit. <laughs> It is for your benefit, right? Yes. Alright. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. We are building a stage to help us um, change the way this place looks so that um, we have a bit of we have a bit of structure and symmetry, 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 symmetry in how we organize our church. Just and, and we just want to improve the quality of our service. Okay, so uh, that one requires money. Today I had someone that she she went to a church and and she was wondering nowadays church does a lot of collection. 
pesa nini kuna pesa nini welcome to church amen 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 church must do a lot of a lot of what a lot of what a lot of what collection and then we must do a lot of giving so as the church collects we are giving all right Um, last week we were talking about the heart. We were talking about the heart and the importance of of your posture of the heart and the condition of your heart in relation to our word of the year. And our word for the year is faith and works. Faith and works. Uh, we've come to the realization that that having faith is, or rather, having faith as as the church has taught you to have faith, like a feeling and a hope of something to happen, doesn't get you anywhere, uh, and, and 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 it looks like scripture was right. So every every word of faith is attached to an action that actualizes the faith that you have. Um, uh, let me give you an example. So the Bible says that for, 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 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish or whoever believes in him comes into salvation, the salvation of the son. And how do we come into the salvation of the son? The work that is attached to the faith of believing in the salvation of the Son is your confession. So scripture says you shall by your confession you believe. So if every time you come into the confession of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, then you are saved. So your faith is actualized by the work of confessing. Without your confession, then you don't enter into faith that is directly related to salvation. Okay? Let me say that again. You don't enter into faith that is directly related to salvation without the confession of Christ as he died and resurrected. But that same faith does not get you into the faith. It doesn't mean it saves you from sin, it does not save you from sickness. Because the work that is related to the faith that brings healing is different from confession. For example, the Bible says that if you are sick, if is there anyone sick amongst you, call upon the elders and by the name of hands, they shall receive their healing. So the faith that brings healing is not confessed. Is done by the one of hands so the work so you can confess all day and constantly be sick because the work that is related to the faith that brings healing is not confession the work that is related to the faith that brings wealth again is not laying one of hands so if you believe and don't take steps to give by the instruction of the spirit, then you do not enter into the righteousness of wealth because faith brings righteousness. The scripture says that we have been 
that we have been made righteous by believing. It is not by anything that we did that we have entered into righteousness. We have entered into righteousness by believing. But then again, you don't enter into righteousness by just believing. You enter into righteousness after you have believed and the faith has caused you to uh, work in. Amen. 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 Are we together? So, it becomes very important. And, and most of the things that I'll be teaching, not most, all the things that I'll be teaching throughout this year are directly, or indirectly, depending on how you look at it, directly related to faith and work. At the end of this year, we must be known as righteous men. As righteous men. Righteousness. Righteousness is not cleanliness. Righteousness is not cleanliness. Righteousness is the actionable, it's the actionable steps of faith. Anything that is not actionable by faith is not righteousness. So you are not righteous because you did not sleep with that girl when she decided to sleep with you. That's not what makes you righteous. That's not what makes you righteous. That's not what makes you righteous. You are righteous because when God told you to wake up and pray, you believe that your prayer availed much and you woke up and you did pray. It is that action of prayer because of the word of God that brings you into righteousness. Of course, if you sleep with a girl, then you're not righteous because the word of God says... <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? And today I want us to talk about the Holy Spirit. And we'll talk about the Holy Spirit and we, 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 we are dealing with the heart. We are dealing with matters of the heart and, and the Holy Spirit. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit that we are getting into is not that one for speaking in tongues. That one is sorted. We are getting into the baptism of the Holy Spirit that deals with the heart. That deals with the heart. That deals with your heart. Three important things that must be there in a healthy heart we say are faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Say it again faith, faith, hope, and love. And love, faith, hope, and love. Without these three things in your heart, then your heart is damaged. Your heart is sick. Your heart is not accessible to the workings of God. Then your heart cannot deliver on the promises of God. Because God does not deliver to the prayerful. He delivers to them that have a contrite spirit and have a heart that is meek. He delivers to them whose hearts have capacity to carry the execution of the promises of God. So you can pray for 10 hours, but if your heart does not have faith, hope, and love, then your prayer does not avail much because God looks at the heart to judge a righteous man. Are we together? Are we together? Yes. And what provides these three things is a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Most of 
of us are filled with the Spirit but do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So we are filled with speaking tongues, but we do not have a relationship. We do not know how he feels. We do not know how he thinks. We do not know what angers him. We do not know how he moves, how he operates. We do not, we have no clue as to what the person of the Holy Spirit wants because we have no relationship with the Holy Spirit. And as I was praying today, I saw something very interesting. I saw a scarcity of resources in the realm of the spirit and in the realm of the physical. And when I say scarcity, I think and I'm like, uh, there cannot be a scarcity in the realm of the spirit. But I saw a withholding of resources in the realm of the spirit and a scarcity of resources in the realm of the physical, in the realm of man, in the worlds of man. And it is not that the resources are not available, it is just that the resources are given to them that have relationship. So if I have resource, I only make it available, I only make it available to them whom I have a relationship with. Don't take my word for gospel truth. Don't take my word for gospel truth. You are free to do whatever it is that you want. But as I stand and as I know myself, I'm telling you for sure, you will consistently lack if you have no relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because the resources of the Spirit are being withheld from them that do not have relationship. And this year is not just faith. When you think faith and work, I want your imagination and your mind to be broadened. Like I want you to have such a broad, a broad perspective of things in order for you to maximize on the word of God for us. So that when we say it is not, it is just, it's the year of faith and work, it is, it just doesn't register faith and work and you miss out on anything. I told you in this year we will be seekers. And what will we will be seeking, we will be seeking the word of God in everything that we hear. So if I go to a different church and I hear them, I hear their theme for the year, my work is to search out where is faith and work in what they are doing. A broad perspective, a very broad perspective. This year, it's very important for you to make strategic relationships. It's very important for you to make strategic relationships. One of the things that people don't understand because people don't understand scripture, and even those that are born again don't understand scripture, one of the things that is, 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 is mostly misused is the, the, the manly ability of the King Solomon. So he had 300 wives and how many? 700? Yes. 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 <laughs> 300 wives, 750 concubines. 
that's not the point. Like, like, like the emphasis. Like we know. See, we know you know it's seven hundred over seven hundred and fifty, but you have no understanding. Hi. So what people don't understand is that King Solomon was a rare one. And he was rare because in the time that he lived in, there was something that was available like water is available to us. And that thing that was available like water is available to us is called war. W-A-R. War was common. It was uncommon to have peace. War was common, but in his era, King Solomon is the only king that did not take Israel to war. And this is not because he had no armies, it's because he had strategic relationships in the form of 300 wives and 700 concubines. So no one would come to fight their daughter. See, to some of you, hey, it's a convince How did he manage? A man of his stature with the wisdom that he carried, trust me, trust you, me, trust you, me, I tell you for free, I tell you for free. He had the discipline to keep it in his pants. There is no great man who has not mastered the discipline of keeping it in his pants. So with all his wisdom and all his knowledge, so when you read he had 700 wives and 700 concubines, because of the culture that we live in and the Nairobi that we live in, your mind fails to understand the mysteries of scripture that are hid in that because you are simple-minded, one, and you think the scripture is written by a journalist from Standard. And they are reporting of how this king was Nairobi. <laughs> But it is the wisdom of God in him for him to marry 300 wives, take 700 concubines, so that Israel knows no war because of strategic relationships. We must build strategic relationships. And the first strategic relationship that we must build is relationship with the Holy Spirit. Relationship with the Holy Spirit. Clarice, this year you must heal the sick. You must open blind eyes. You must not wait for them to come. You must go out, look for blind eyes, fail, or open them, open five and fail at the sixth. But you must. You must. You must, because this is this is you. We are we are we are not we are not teaching about the heart, so that people can say you are a good person. Like we are not. Hey, we have seen a kongana robo. 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 We have seen a k
not our business. We are teaching about the heart so that in alignment of the heart, the power of the Spirit of God can open up to us in order for us to do things that the good hearts that men have cannot do. How's your ear? Yeah. <laughs> what? What happened after 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 you were feeling pain? I told you to talk to me. And then you text me once and then you disappear. Anyway. <clears throat> so 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 number one strategic relationship that we must cultivate is relationship with the Holy Spirit. Relationship. In this relationship with the Holy Spirit, two things are going to happen. Two things are going to be significant with your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Is that there will be a discipline that is formed in you. A discipline that is formed in you. A discipline that is formed in you. Our indiscipline is a hindrance to the workings of the Spirit of God and the power of God in our lives. Our indiscipline is a hindrance to us establishing the kingdom of God. So your relationship with the Holy Spirit will foster Discipline in prayer, discipline in reading the word, discipline in in working out the word of God, in in and following instructions, discipline that enables you not to procrastinate the instructions of God. Discipline that when the Spirit of God says, "Do it now," it is now. Discipline to keep your mouth shut, to know when to speak, to know how to speak, to know whom to speak to, to know what is your boundary, to know when you're in certain meetings that this is not an avenue for me to speak, this is an avenue for me to listen, to know when you are speaking out of bound, like discipline, discipline, discipline. The other thing that we begin to happen is that we will not entertain sin. And there are two, two aspects of this. There is the, there is the, the, the normal sin that children deal with. So lying, stealing, fornication, adultery, That is one aspect of it, and drinking, um, um, smoking, all, all that, all that, one aspect of it. So your relation with the Spirit of God will bring you to maturity, to maturity, to stop living in the plane of the virtues of sin. So, I've said it here more, more, more than enough times that those things that I've mentioned are not sin. They are virtues of sin. 
they are the product of sin. Are we together? Are we together? And it is our immaturity that keeps us tangled with the virtues of sin that we don't even graduate to dealing with sin. Okay? So the first plane of this relationship with the Holy Spirit is that you will stop entertaining sin. And when I say entertaining, it's... Uh, how do I put this?
and you will not do this by yourself. You will do this not by the feeling of the Holy Spirit because you already have. You will do this by having a relationship with the Holy Spirit to the extent that you know how much it would cost your relationship and you know how much your relationship is worth for you not to tamper with those things. Amen? Amen. 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 So two things. Discipline. 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 Second thing, we will not entertain sin. The second facet of entertaining sin is the procrastination of doing the things that God has done. Because sin is lack of faith. Sin is lack of faith. The only sin that is there is lack of faith. So many times God has told you to, to read a certain scripture, a certain book, and, and you did not do it, and then he came back again, did not do it, came back again, did not do it, came back again, did not do it, and then, and I've come and left that one. He came and 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 he We will not give room for us not to know what would have happened if we did what God told us to do. We will not have room to say, I don't know where I would have been now if I would have done what God had told me to do. And this is what I've come to learn. Nothing bad happens. Nothing bad happens. When God tells you to, to, to give all that you have and you do not give, nothing bad happens. It is not the aspect of uh, I will lack, he will punish me. That is stupidity. That's absurd. Nothing bad happens. But what, what happens is that you do not know. You do not know well how far you would have been. You do not know what pros what in the what in the process of God have you missed out on because you did not do it. You did not do it when he told you to do it. You did not do it with whom he told you to do it with, you did not just do it. Or you did it three months later. So you never know, you never know what you missed out on. You never know. And from my mathematics, that is nothing bad. Availability to relate 
Kristus. There are, two, there are two ways that the prophetic works. The prophetic works through the mind and the prophetic works through the heart. and desire and desire and desire to have God. 
That's just it. That's the bottom line. The things of God work in two ways. One, information, and then desire. When it comes to the faculty of the mind. Okay? Second, the heart hears God through relationship. The heart hears God through relationship. So, let me say this, information does not come to the heart, relations come to the heart. I want to put it in a way that you fully understand. Your, 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 your heart does not get to love someone because you knew them. And after some... Good. We've had stories of people who met and knew it's later no Right? And forget the bad side where... Always there is to suffer offense in communication. Okay. 
Um, there is a prayer movement that is happening right now and it has gotten to Kenya. It has landed. The reason I say it has landed is because it's not originally from here. Okay? And nothing against that prayer movement, nothing against that style of prayer, absolutely nothing. And this prayer includes that the signature for this prayer is very deep groanings and shaking like crazy. So guys are just praying. They are shaking and time and again you hear things like <laughs> Not, not, not wrong whatsoever. Not wrong whatsoever. Absolutely not wrong. If you come here, pray, because we are not used to it, we will look at you funny. It's just because we are not used to it. We're like, just because we are not used to There's no difference between that and that one who prays clapping and the one who prays sitting down there can be a difference because <laughs> but you get my point. So that prayer has that style of prayer has landed and people have caught it and they are doing what? They are praying, they are praying, they are praying. They're praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Here in our country, it can be praying out of information, not relationship. Where it started from, where it started from, it can be praying out of relationship. Because that is something that no one had ever seen, no one had ever heard, but suddenly a people who were seeking God began to pray like that. We do not know what God told them, but because of their relationship with God, they started praying like that. And because of internet and all these things that we can see, we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. these people are praying, this prayer is good. We never went and asked God how, like, like, why, 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 like, the, to, to me, there was, to me, it, it becomes hard to pray like that personally because, 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 and relationship, relationship. So I'll see it, I'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. this, at, at a point I'll be amazed at what I went. They know where it came from because it came from relationship. It's not to say that when you pray out of information that the prayer will not avail much. Because you can hear God from the mind and you can hear God from the heart. 
But remember, there are things that you will never hear out of information. You will only hear out of relationship. But constantly, that relationship will consistently give you information. What I'm just trying to say is this, like, you just need to have a relationship. Cut the long story short. So, the, 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 the praying and fasting that we'll be doing occasionally, monthly, it's not, it's not prayer for, it's not time to pray and fast for, for, for you and your things and the things you need. That one will take any time. But this time that we're setting aside to pray and fast monthly, we are, we are searching out God for markers of revival for our country. For our country. Nothing against the Nigerians, nothing against the Americans, nothing against the South Africans, nothing against the Tanzanians, the Ugandans, nothing against them. But if the move of God in this country is to be what it is supposed to be, it has to have original markers for this country. And that is what we are searching out for. That if God can use that, God can use the availability of the men of God from, from the men of God you love from Nigeria, from Uganda. God can use that to stir up something. To stir up something. But it will be difficult for you to be stirred to something and never search his heart. Never search his what he has intended for this land and for us to bring it forth and to birth it and to move with the stirring that came from New Zealand. Some things will not be broken in our country. Some things will not be broken. The, the shiftings will not happen in our country because there were never men who searched out for the heart of God for care. We all picked up something from somewhere and we took it and ran with it. Get the blessings of God. Don't get me wrong. We will get the blessings of God. But what is deep in my heart for us is not just blessings, it's an inheritance. And the inheritance will just come to them that search out God for his doings and for his heart for this nation. So no matter how good, flashy, what God is doing in South Africa looks like and we admire it and what... Let, let, let me say this. If God decides to move in South Africa, the move of God in South Africa, Ikwea Tau, Nayakena Ikwea Ocha, my friend, we better relocate. Like, kill up to up behind the moon as well. And they'll go, after moon, Ikwea, the drum, the scooty, the rama, like, if that is what is in his heart for us, that is what we should search out for. 
Otherwise, tunakuja tufanye hizo zote tuweke lights, camera, action, everything. And by the time it is done, there will be no inheritance. The next generation will not, the next generation will have nothing to build on because we decided to take on blessings instead of such a long and that, what, that is why it is very important for us to start cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I really wanted to teach today. So, very important, very important that your heart loves to search after God. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians. Um, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So he says, I say then, to do what? Walk in the spirit. Do what? Walk in the spirit. Do what? Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Let's go to the second last verse of that chapter. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. See, he says, Sixteen says, I say that to walk in the spirit. And then he comes and says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Now let's read from verse 16. Um, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which so are... says, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the Spirit. So this scripture begins to show us one facet of relationship with the Spirit, which he is what? He's what? He's what? He's what? He's what? He's what? He's what? If you are led by the Spirit, who lives? Who lives? Apart from the Spirit, who lives? Yeah? Have you ever heard of leader? <laughs> so he says, if you are led by the Spirit, if you are led by the Spirit, if you are directed by the Spirit, if you are in submission to the Spirit. So he says, 
walk in the spirit. Verse 16 again. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, for the flesh lusts against the spirit. So, so the fulfillment of the lust of the flesh he shows us a person who does not do what? Who does not do what? Don't be afraid, it's just there. The passages we used to read in exams, read a story and then answer questions from the passage. So, we have a question. So, it's just there. No trick questions here. If you're fulfilling the lust of the flesh, that means you're not doing what? Walking in the spirit. You're not doing what? Walking in the spirit. You're not walking in the spirit. Uh For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you're led... Wait, 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 wait. So it says they are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. So meaning, because it was mentioned, adultery is not something you wish to do. It's not something you want to do. Uh-huh. Continue. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Mm-hmm. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Okay, wait. So, um, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. He begins by saying, let us walk in the spirit. Let us walk in the spirit. And then he comes and says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit for if we walk in the spirit then we cannot fulfill the desires of the flesh meaning you can live in the spirit and still fulfill the desires of the so if you are not led by the spirit even though you live in the spirit you are still susceptible to the desires of the flesh. 
Are we together? Yeah. Are we together? That those who are crucified with Christ are not supposed to fulfill the desires of the flesh, but unless they do walk by the Spirit, then they will just fulfill the desires of the flesh. Go back up. So what was? 17, um, for the things, uh, for the flesh lusts <coughs> against the spirit, mm-hmm. and the spirit against the flesh, mm-hmm. and these are contrary to one another, mm-hmm. so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you yes, are... there. Okay. So this scripture is for them that are that live in the spirit. Okay. So the things that you don't wish to do, but because you live in the spirit, you don't wish to do. Jealousies. You don't wish to have outbursts of anger. You don't wish to have to do adultery, fornication, and the like. You don't wish to do them, but you end up doing them because the contention of the flesh and the spirit, the flesh overpowers the spirit if you do not walk by the spirit. If you do not walk by the spirit. So walking. By the Spirit. Walking, is it by or in? In. Walk in the Spirit is not, it's not the exercise of prayer, rather the birthing of the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is not birthed in the mind, the fruit of the Spirit is birthed in the heart. He says that I will give them, I will take away the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh and put my Spirit in them so that they can be able to follow and do my law. So eventually, Doing the law is not the practice of the Ten Commandments. We come to see it in the New Testament that doing the statutes and the laws of God is the birthing of the fruit of the Spirit because after you have done that law, against that, against this, against such, there is no law. So to them that practiced the law constantly, there was a law against them. But to them that are producing the fruit of the Spirit, against such there is no law, because they are walking by the Spirit. So the walk in the Spirit is not that one of, of coming to church, it's not that one of constantly praying, it's, it's not that, it's, it's a walking in the heart of a man. It's a walking in the heart of a man, where the man does no, no longer has control of the faculties and his appetite, his appetite are subjected to being led by the Spirit. Because all these things, all these things, all these things, adultery, fornication, sorcery, blah, 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 are not, are not, they, they don't affect your mind. It's not a mental health issue. They don't affect your mind. Those things affect your heart. So you are not adulterous because when you're walking in town and you see 
uh, what guy with biceps, and you're like, ooh, 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 no, it's not, it's not a factor of the mind. Because you can see that and not chase after them. But if it is a factor of the heart, I don't know what to talk about that. You end up doing the things that you wish not to do. So you know it's wrong, but I don't know how I found myself here. Because the problem is not in head knowledge, the problem is in the heart. So when you say, let's have joy, let's have love, let's have peace, let's have, have long-suffering, it's not, it's, not, it's not the practice of patience. See, unitukane mara 50, now after 50, that's the figure of the patient. Nicole long-suffering. It is my relationship with the Holy Spirit. And how do I activate my relationship with the Holy Spirit? It is by them that are led by the Spirit. If you are led by the Spirit, 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 you constantly following the Spirit produces the fruit of the Spirit. So you are not letting the mind, you are letting the heart. Meaning that your desires have been given up. Your desires have been given over so that the spirit can dictate your will, your need, your desires and your want. That, that produces the fruit of the spirit. That is where relationship is for. So God knows if I make this up, these resources available to Joseph, these resources will be used for the kingdom of God. And then it says, uh, where it talks about the inheritance of kingdom of God. Um, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So he says, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is saying, those who practice such things will not go to heaven. It doesn't say those who practice such things will not will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. It says they will not inherit the kingdom of God. The operations of the kingdom of God are not in heaven, they are on earth. So if you are constantly jealous, God will not use you in the inheritance of the kingdom, the establishment of his kingdom here, because he cannot operate with them that walk by the flesh. You can get to heaven. <laughs> you can get to heaven and they will welcome you because you have triumphed. 
But here, you live a useless life because you have cancelled yourself out of the inheritance of the kingdom of God that works and does its work here on earth. So the kingdom of God, ours is to Ours, our salvation is for the takeover of the nations by the kingdom of God. That is our inheritance. That is our inheritance. Let's think for a while. Let's think widely, okay? So, um, the scripture says that after, after you've gone to your beloved home, where the Lord is preparing much you walk on the streets of God. You go to the streets of God. You go to the Ghana. After, after, we'll come back here. The heavens will come. Alright? I want you to understand that the word of God is everlasting. The word of God is everlasting, meaning that um, they that practice the they that uh, practice the things of the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. Even after we've gone to heaven and back, the word of God is what? Eternal. Meaning it is beyond time, it's beyond that thousand years, it's beyond... How bad is it to get to heaven and you're like, wow, 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 this was the epitome. And then we are back here and we're just as useless as we left. Because the word of God is everlasting. So when they that inherited the kingdom of God are walking in their inheritance, where to go up, to go up or to, to now, we're looking at life and it's happening. Like, like we are, we're just thinking, why? Right. <laughs> just thinking, why? Right. It becomes more important for you to have a relationship with God than for you to go to heaven. It becomes more important for you to have a relationship with God than for you to go to heaven. The, the hate the discomfort in church, the lack of love, all those things, are, it's because like, it's, it's like the, the reason what one of us were church, the reason what one of us were church, one of us were church and that's my mission, and I'm going to carry out talking one, the reason what one of us were church, because there is no need to go to heaven than to have a relationship. So, how can we have you in church? Church, 
Tukachuja kwa ni kwa ni nani ataka kwenda miguu na wewe huwezi nisubiri kwenda miguu sina kuchuja ai like how will you mess up juma mimi nikosa kwenda miguu na mimi nimesafa kwa unaona unapiga tu raha yako huko unapiga 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 alafu kama hapa mimi nikosa kwenda miguu na wewe kula raha yako na mimi nimevumilia nisipige raha ai nimeshia And that's because I have no relationship with God. I have no relationship with God. I have not I I have not come to the place where I understand the operations of God. So it works two ways. That anyone who gets into a plan is safeguarded by the people who have relationships with God. And because we have a relationship with God, that relationship safeguards you from getting into So si atu ukipiga sherehe. Atuulizane tu hivi. Yenyewe tu wewe ukienda ukipiga sherehe unataka kufanya. Na sisi sivyo. Na wewe tu unajua hapa nimekosea. So what 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 aids us from not getting to the extremes of this situation? is everyone of us striving to have a relationship with God. So if I have a relationship with God, when Kanja does something that is off, I have the ability to cover her because of the relationship I have with God. And because she has a relationship with God, that that relationship helps her to walk in the spirit. And when she walks in the spirit, she does not exude the things of the flesh. So from the get go if we were taught to pursue a relationship with the Holy Spirit to pursue a dire need for a relationship with the Holy Spirit that when I am absolutely desperate to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit we will have minimized an absolute minimization of the limitations and the weaknesses of you being a human being So my relationship will cause me to have faith. My relationship will cause me to have hope. My relationship will cause me to have love. So when there is need for love, that relationship provides love. When there is need for hope, that relationship provides hope. And when there is constant hope, then faith will never fail. Faith will never fail. Faith will never fail. Verse 
again the word of the Lord came to me saying son of man your brethren your your relatives your countrymen and all the house of Israel in its entirety are those about whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said get far away from the Lord this land has been given to us as a possession therefore say thus says the Lord God although I have cast them far off among the Gentiles and although I have scattered them among the countries yet I shall be a little sanctuary for them in the countries where they have gone therefore say thus says the Lord God I will gather you from the peoples assemble you from the countries where you have been scattered and I will give you the land of Israel and they will go there and they will take away all its detestable things and all its abominations from there then I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them and take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them and they shall be my people and I will be their God. But okay. So Ezekiel is prophesying saying of how the children of Israel will be given a land and they will go and they will do appearance of sorts. They will take away this detestable things and whatnot. But if, even after they have done all that, um, the appearance and the cleaning, for lack of a better word, of the land that they have been given does not enable them to, 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 to be obedient to the statutes and the law of God. So, um, let me put it in our context that I was a drunk, very bad, and then I come, I clean my act, clean my act completely, no longer a drunk. Even after I've done all that, I'm still unable to follow the law of God. I have an ability to walk in the spirit until I have a heart and his spirit, that's when I'm able to keep his law. Until I've been given a new heart and his spirit, that's when I'm able to keep his law. So, no matter how well I become, no matter how good I become, I do not have the ability to abide by what God wants minus a clean heart, a flesh heart, and his spirit. So until the daily the Spirit of God begins to minister to my heart. It does not matter the tongues I speak in. It doesn't matter at all. I have an inability to operate how God wants me to operate. Until the day my heart has been mended, I have an inability to operate in the way God wants me to operate. It's only your relationship with the Holy Spirit that can help you maintain 
relationships, not just relationships, but good relationships with human beings. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I continue. So, the people of God, which is you and I, By the working of the heart, that we are taking that level of relationship. How did you begin to pray? How did you begin to pray? Pray, 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 pray. 